Welcome to Driven by Purpose with Makanjuola Davis, a M. Davis Project production podcast where knowledge never grows gray. Here is today's broadcast. Falling. People who have no name can easily find their ways back up when they fall. But it is difficult for people who have made a name for themselves. That is why God takes us through a process before we get to every next stage in life. Falling may be nothing after all, but it all depends on which height one has fallen. You can climb on top of a chair and throw yourself down. You may not sustain any serious injury doing that. If you climb on top of a story building and throw yourself down, you may be fortunate enough to only sustain injuries that won't claim your life. But imagine you falling from a 25-story building. I doubt it if anyone can survive that to tell his or her story. Therefore, it is one thing to fall, and it is another thing to fall and live to tell the story. When certain roads you have taken in life have led to many regrets, there's no turning back the hands of time. You must only remember the height from which you have fallen. If you fall from your staircase, you want to be careful next time by avoiding falling again. Have you ever fallen from any height before? How high? When you are climbing on the ladder of success, always take to heart how high. Failure is not a disease, it is the fear of failure that is terminal. There's a difference between falling down and staying down. If you will ever get up from falling, the height from which you have fallen matters. A man must be big enough to admit his mistakes, smart enough to profit from them, and strong enough to correct them. Says John C. Maxwell. Even though falling may be part of the process of learning, but the height will determine. The fear of failing will only strengthen failure. Do not fear falling, but fear the height from which you may fall. It's fine to celebrate success, but it is more important to heed the lessons of failure. Says Bill Gates. Learn nothing from those with success without failure. And to stay grounded, you will have more to learn from people who have fallen from great height. Babies don't learn to walk by following rules. They learn to walk through many fallings. In becoming a man, now you're very conscious of every step you take in life because you care not to fall when you know it will hurt. When you were a child, the height doesn't matter because you don't know the difference of falling from the highs and lows because it looks the same. Now you know the difference. It is one thing to be successful, and it is another to stay successful in life. Falling can happen in any area of any man's life. It could be in marriage, business, position of authority, and many more. Falling is tough, and you want to avoid experiencing it. And if it happens, let it not be a fall from grace. According to the Wikipedia definition, to fall from grace is an idiom referring to a loss of status, respect, or prestige. Fall from grace may also refer to the fall of man. In Christianity, the transition of the very first man and woman from a state of innocent obedience to God to a state of guilty disobedience. Likewise, the fallen angel, a wicked or rebellious angel that has been cast out of heaven. Grace is the unmerited, loving favor of God which is a crucial aspect of God's character and nature, abounding and overflowing outwardly in acts of mercy, compassion and liberal giving. Grace cannot be earned. But God, who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us, bestowed it upon us. I have said this before, the only thing you can't live without is grace. Grace is all that is sustaining us, and we can't afford to fall from it. Don't let anyone rush you into any position because when you fall, they will be the ones to judge you and criticize you. Not every position that is tabled before you is suitable for you. For me, I think we must consider who we are before we climb to the position of any height in life. I have been called a few times to pastor some churches, at least three to four times in my life, and I rejected the offers. 
I didn't pick the offer because I know most pastors started with good intention, but sadly along the line, they compromised because they have allowed pride and power to get to their heads. They have allowed members to apotheosize them, and now they are gods. It is even hard for most of these pastors to ever succumb that they could be wrong sometimes. Most general overseers I know in my country have become the Bible their members read. Hence, they are worshipped by their members. When you point to their errors, you are attacked by their diehard followers. I thought only God never makes errors. When you believe your pastor can't make any error because he is a general overseer or so-called man of God, then he has taken the place of God in your life. I chose not to become a pastor because I understand the height of what it means to fall from grace. I can't handle telling lies by mounting the pulpit. I can't suppress or repress the truth of any kind because I want to grow the purse of the church. Hence, I chose to be without becoming a pastor. I chose not to become a pastor because I want to continue telling the truth. Most of the churches in my country will silence you when you become a minister in the church. I want to remain the threat they dread by being just a member. I have been a threat to many pastors in most of the churches I have attended. I faced a theologian last year who invited me to his church because we had an argument online. I was glad I was able to debunk his false teaching and set his members free. I chose not to be a pastor because I intend to prove many people wrong that you can fulfill your calling without becoming a pastor. Most pastors have missed the mark. They have traded salvation of souls for wealth, tithing, and prosperity. They have taken many parts of the scriptures out of context to suit their human doctrines and traditions, which have led to spiritual genocide of Christians in my country. I think many of us may be surprised to see people in heaven we assumed were not fit for heaven. Probably because we set a standard of fitness that is different from what God himself requires. That is why I so much believe in the saying by Martin Luther, the German reformer who turned the world upside down in the 16th century by his rediscovery of justification by faith alone, is often quoted as saying. First, there will be people in heaven he did not expect to be there. Second, there will be people not present in heaven he was certain would be there. Third is the greatest surprise of all, that he is there himself. Wouldn't you be glad for falling, and you know it? Because there is hope, you may find your way up again and realize your mistakes. What about those who are with the faith that lack a full knowledge of the truth? They have fallen and with no hope of them realizing it. I thank God for the life of Pastor Creflo Dollar, who came out clean about his false teachings concerning tithing. I hope so, with more grace for him to come out clean on more issues he has misled the world. Not many people who have fallen have been able to rise, and not because they were not willing to rise, but because the height from which a man shall fall will determine if he shall rise again. May you learn from the falling of others, and likewise from your past errors as well. Amen.